0: everybody this is G Marie coming to you live in a full effect with G Marie taught me the podcast today we are going to talk about some juicy stuff we're going to actually get into one of the chapters from my book um, chronicles of a bitter bitch I've been really really secretive about this book because it's been something that I've been working on for a while in conjunction with um, another book as well and um, I felt that it was really important to write, publish, and release this book um, not only to the public but out into the atmosphere because it was a lot of stuff that was weighing heavy on my heart and I needed to get it out of my system so today we're going to talk about uh one of the chapters and um one of the titles of the chapters is lust made me the bitter bitch so in my intro of course I kind of you know talk about the purpose in the book and um I won't get too much into it because it's still a work in progress and nothing has been copyrighted yet but um, this is one of my passion projects that I've been working on for a while and I just want to open up the, um, segment with a quote, sometimes it's not the person you miss. It's the feeling you had when you were with them. So lust made me a bitter bitch. Um, obviously it's a very personal chapter. Um, the whole book is really personal This is probably the first time I've ever been vulnerable and talked about things that have happened in my life and um, ways that I'm coping with the events and how um, anybody else that's experiencing the same thing that I've experienced or even if it's something similar to what I've experienced. I just kind of want to offer my advice on dealing with uh, traumatic issues and um, different exercises and stuff. So, the book, um, in each chapter, is broken up by the story, the outcome, the lesson, and it's it's probably I think I want to call it the blessing, um, the lesson and the blessing. Uh, the blessing is the exercise that my um, readers will be able to do um, after reading the chapter. And well, each chapter from out of uh, Chronicles of a Bitter Bitch. So, without further ado, um, yes, lust made me a bitter bitch. This chapter talks about uh, a time in my life where I um was friends with the gentleman, and uh, we had known each other for about ten years plus. So we met in high school we were you know really good friends and it wasn't until like we graduated from high school and got in college that we became like really really close um as you know best friends and stuff and we we talked about our dating lives with each other I mean we, we talked about everything um he was a good person you know to be around um he always had good energy and it was just nice you Know having a, a male friend like him at that moment, um, as far as just you know, a lot of the stuff that I was dealing with, especially being in college and you know, really dating and just getting and putting myself out there. But, um, moving down the line, um, around 2013. Uh, Me and this gentleman had gotten really, really close. And at the time, I was in a relationship with my... Well, he's my ex now. But um, my ex and I, we were living together. And things were, like, really rocky between us. Uh, At one point, you know, our relationship just kind of hit rock bottom. And I needed some type of, you know, companionship, some type of support. And, of course my uh, best friend at the time kind of just jumped in and was um Captain Saberho <laughs> and really just dived in here first as far as just being a good friend and really being a, a listening ear. But, um, you know, the older you get and the more you're around a person, you start to develop feelings for them. And at one point... You know my friend he didn't like me like that and I liked him but I liked him enough to where I wouldn't pursue him and we were just friends and I, I really valued our friendship so I never ever stepped to him in that way but around 2013 um, things got really hot and heavy between us and to make a long story short Uh, From 2013 up until maybe, I'll say mid this year, it was like really chaotic between me and this person. I mean, we butted heads a lot. We argued a lot. We couldn't be around each other, um, whether it be via sexual tension or just me dealing with um, jealousy and him dating other people and him not taking the time out to actually want to date me, that really bothered me. And that was something that I never wanted to face head on first. Um, And it's interesting because I had a conversation with a really, really good friend of mine who I went to elementary school with. And I did not know that um, he was a psychology major in college, but he really broke it down for me and one of my other friends when we um, all went out for coffee the other day, and it really opened up my eyes um, to a lot about vulnerability and how, you know, the older we get, we tend to um, hold on to our emotion and build this this wall where, like, we don't want to communicate with people, but also. There comes a time where, you know, sometimes we have to chip down our wall and be honest with ourselves and face our fears and our emotions head on. And for me, for a very long time, <clears throat> being a prideful woman, um, I don't deal with emotion very well. And I don't know if that comes from just a lot of the... uh adversity that I've dealt with as far as dating um being in love, being in relationships, being in situationships, losing the love of my life. Um that that has kind of played a very vital role in my dating life today. And when um and I can mention Tim's name. <laughs> so Tim, uh shout out to my homie when he like really broke it down for me. And for my other homegirl, uh, Tanisha. It made a lot of sense. Um, he shared some information that I won't, you know, just talk about everything, but he shared enough information to where I, I literally had to, like, take off my shoes and put myself in that person's shoes. But he shared information from a man's perspective. And, you know, as women, we tend to think off of emotion versus logic. And he made a really, really good point as to why I was in the predicament that I was in with the gentleman that I had been cool with since high school. Um, So as far as like dating and stuff goes, say you're in a situation and you're attracted to somebody and you guys are friends and you've been friends for a long time and you decide, hey, you know, maybe we should, you know, kick it and see what happens or whatever, but you guys never establish any type of ground rules in the beginning. Or as the woman, you play this tough girl role and the guy says, Oh, well I don't want to date or anything, but you know, I still want to like kick it with you and you accept it. You like, okay, yeah, cool. So you kind of friend zone yourself without realizing it. Now the guy is already friend zoned you, but, you end up friend zoning yourself because you're not clear about your intentions and what you want from this gentleman and vice versa. Um, If you're, you know, a guy and you kick it with a girl and you know, you really like her and stuff. And she's just like, Oh, you know, I don't want to date you like that, but I want to kick it with you, you know, just to see, you know, what the shit is like or whatever. And I was glad that, that Tim broke it down the way that he did because For so long, I've been harboring so many different emotions um, because there was a conversation that took place like two weeks ago with the gentleman that I went to high school with. And let's just say um, I had a nice little wake up call with my own emotions because I chose to assume something instead of just opening up my ears and really listening to what this man was saying or better yet. I decided to jump back into a situation knowing that I would end up being hurt again in the end, especially after the big ass speech that I made to like all of my friends about how oh I'm not fucking with this dude no more. Da da da. I'll change my number, I don't keep in contact with him, I'll be raised pictures, anything that reminds me of this dude. Like I don't have any type of remnants of this man. I'm moving on, starting my life over yada 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 all that shit but then a conversation that i had with the gentleman of course kind of reeled me back in and i was like damn you know but i I really care about this person and and we were friends first before anything and yes we've been through a lot of bullshit but you know our friendship matters most but yet again when you spend time with a person um you and and when you're attracted to a person and when you really care about a person that attraction doesn't just Disappear, so like I said I got my feelings hurt because I assumed something was over um where he was dating another chick that I I'm not too fond of and in fact they're still dating so of course I I got my little reality check and I didn't let him know That I was in my feelings. But when we hung up the phone. I was definitely in my feelings. Because I feel like. you know When you know a person. You've known a person for X amount of years. And you've been through hell and back with that person. um, Loyalty. Is everything to me. Now. I could go in detail. But I'm going to go more in detail. In the book. So um, you guys will definitely have to purchase the book. When it's finally released. But it'll talk about like all the situations and all the scenarios that I experienced with this gentleman and um, the lessons that I've learned from each scenario and the blessings that I'm taking from that scenario. But as women, um, we are not clear about our intentions when it comes to either kicking it, dating somebody or whatever. Now, some of us are, some of us are very direct and very transparent, But when there's a situation presented where you want to kick it with a guy, but you know he's not trying to go past anything but just fucking. But you're like, oh, you know, I'm I'm just here, you know, to kick it with you. And we ain't got to do this. We ain't got to do that. Or, you know, if you want to, you could come and do A, B, C, or D. But instead of making ourselves a priority, we kind of fuck ourselves up in the end because... We're basically giving this nigga the milk for free without him having to buy the cow. And and I'm guilty of it. I'm a good person. Like I'll if I really, really, really like you, I'll cook for you. Um, I might even give you massages or whatever, you know, depending on how I'm feeling. But if you need me, like I'm there. If if I'm like the first person you call when you need something. Like I'll drop everything I'm doing, knowing how busy my schedule is. I'll drop everything I'm doing just to make sure that this person is good. And that's a gift and a curse, especially when we tend to overextend ourselves to people whose loyalty isn't to us, but to their need of us. And I feel like there's reached a point now where. Um, I've hit my head in the same spot so many times with this gentleman that now I'm just like, I'm really exhausted and I'm, I don't feel like dealing with this shit anymore. Like all together. Now, Tim, you know, tells me like, you, you can't come off as bitter or anything. Like you gotta be nonchalant about the shit, but it's different for men and different for women. Like when you really, really care about a person and you've been through a lot of shit with that person. You don't know how to separate your emotions from logic. Um, Especially when you feel like, hey, it should have been me, you know, that you should have been kicking it with. Or it should have been me that you should have been dating. I done did A, B, C, or D for your ass. What has this chick done for you? How is she elevating you? How is she, um, you know, matching your fly or whatever? And you know that this bitch ain't half the person you are. But it pisses you off because you done put in all this sweat equity. But in all actuality, it's just you, you're wasting your time because he or she has already told you what their intentions were. But as women, we don't listen with our ears. We listen with our hearts. And that's what fucks us up in the long run. And again, I'm guilty of it. I'm, I'm very guilty of it. And I'm still working on, you know, separating logic over emotion. But I'm also human and I felt that the human um, thing that I should do is just totally separate myself from him, period. Like no calls, no texts, no hanging out, no nothing. And I thought this gentleman, I was going to, you know, give him something for his birthday and everything. When I came back home from Cincinnati, I haven't called him since his birthday. I don't want to talk to him because I don't know what to say. I don't know how to react to the situation because I know my natural reaction would be, to, it would be to be petty. Like I'll bring up, you know, the girl I'll bring up how the trip went and everything else. And it wouldn't be genuine. Like I wouldn't be genuinely happy for him because of everything that we've gone through as friends or as a situation ship or whatever. So women, We got to work on separating logic over emotion. We have to work on thinking with our minds versus thinking with our hearts. Now, some of us can choose, you know, to open our eyes to the obvious and listen to when a man is telling you like, Hey, I don't want this, but are you still down type of thing? And, because I was younger, I chose not to listen. I wanted to go with the flow. Because it felt natural at that time. It felt organic. Nothing was rushed. It just—it was good. That moment that we had from 2015 to maybe, um, I'll say, towards the end of 2016 was when shit was just, it was good with us. But then, like, 2017, 2018, when I say... Shit got really bad. It got really bad. It got really bad. But it got bad because I started taking on emotions as if we were dating. When in all actuality, he wasn't my man. I wasn't his girl. Like we weren't even dating at all. We were just fucking. That's that's exactly what it was. We were literally just fucking and friends. And and I really I don't agree with the the friends with benefits title because I feel like um and and men you guys can disagree with me but I feel like some men use the friend term very loosely. I feel like men don't respect the term friend. If you're my friend, then you don't fuck me. Why why would you want a friends with benefits or Or even as a woman, why would you want to put yourself in a situation to have a friend with benefits instead of just being with somebody that you actually care about and that cares about you? Like, I I mean, I get it. Sometimes we all have needs. Sometimes we need to be digged down. (laughs) I, I get it. But there comes a time like the older you get, that shit gets played out after a while. And that's where it's coming to now with me. I'm almost 30. I will be 30 next year. And the way that my shit is set up right now, like just the stuff that I want to do and the things that I want to get accomplished, I don't have time for distractions. And my mental health means a hell of a lot to me. And and I just, I don't think that me being around that gentleman is healthy for me because I know how I would react. But that's me being human. Me recognizing something and taking initiative and saying, okay, you know what? I know if I'm around you right now, in this moment, anything that comes out of my mouth is not going to be genuine. It's going to be petty. I'm going to have a smart-ass mouth when I'm around you because I'm hurt. And, and, And I don't know if that is a Gemini thing. And yes, I know some people don't believe in um, the zodiac signs and and you know personality comparison with the zodiac sign but I strongly believe in that shit because the zodiac sign and how people's personalities match up with their zodiac signs has been spot on lately <laughs> it's been really spot on and like I said as as a Gemini I was telling Tim I'm like you know for me it's not, it's no, there's no medium ground with me. Like I'm either one or the other. So I'm either all in or I'm all the way out. I can't meet this person in the middle right now because I'm still angry. Because I'm, I'm jealous. Because I don't understand why you would pick her over me. And not to be petty, if you've seen her and what she looks like, and what she's doing, I mean, you would understand why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling. Like I said, she's not even half of me. But that's not to toot my own horn. I'm I'm not going to bring the young lady in the situation because I don't know her. And she doesn't know me. And technically, I don't have a right to be upset with her. I need to be upset with the gentleman who's um, taking me around the Rosie. (laughs) But... Also, as a woman, we will only allow a person to continue what they're doing if we keep letting them do it. So, although I might have some type of vendetta against her, although I'm really pissed off at him, most importantly, I'm mad at myself because I knew better. And if I knew better, I would do better. And I didn't. I had a moment of weakness again. And here I am, you know, like I said I, I didn't sat there and gave my friends a whole fucking speech about how I'm not fucking with him no more. This nigga is cut off. I'm living my best life, doing me in my bag, da, 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 whatever. And then we had a conversation and we had a real deep ass heart-to-heart heart and it tugged at my a So so now the thing is, okay, so say we have This heart-to-heart again. Am I going to allow myself to fall back in his bullshit? I can't. And not to try to impress anybody else, but because of a promise that I made to myself. As far as working on being a better me. I want to be able to be with somebody who values me just as much as I value him. It's nice to be with a person who feeds into you spiritually just as much as they feed into you or vice versa. I, I, I can't be around that type of bullshit anymore. And it's okay. But at least I am um, mature enough to recognize that fault and now I'm ready to move on and say, okay, so we've dealt with the bullshit. So what are we going to do now moving forward? are we going to keep making the same mistakes? We're we going to keep hitting our head in the same spot or are we really going to take a step back and say, "You know, I I love you, but I love me more." And that means that I value myself a lot differently to not allow you to creep back into my space knowing that the outcome is just going to be the same shit. We're not going to date he's going to continue to date other people or more likely he's probably going to continue to date this girl because things seem to be going really well. But right now I need to separate myself from all of that and I need to focus on my happiness. So, um, that the chapter, it really talks about that, but, uh, I've learned a lot since all of that has happened and um i cover that in the outcome of just you know how it made me feel and as well as the lesson the lesson that i took from um being in lust not not in love but in lust which is a different plethora of emotions because when you're in lust it's like anything that person does i don't know like it's it's a feeling And it's a weird feeling. It's almost like you idolize a person when you are in lust with them. It's the forbidden fruit. Like you know you shouldn't have that person, but you continue to pursue the situation anyways. And ironically enough, the gentleman and I had a conversation about all the possible outcomes that could happen if we decided to mess around. Had an hour-long conversation about this. And at one point we had came to an agreement it was like, you know what? Our friendship is worth more than you know, us just kicking it with each other. But instead, because we were young and we were curious, we ignored, you know, the initial conversation and decided to pursue each other anyways. And now it's just a claustrophobic. And not on his end, but you know. It's a claustrophobic of emotions that I'm going through because I don't know how to deal with them at the moment. So the the best thing that I do when I try to deal with my emotions with anything, I run. Like I'll bury that shit and pretend like nothing ever happened and just move on. And that's with anything that um, triggers any type of hurt or sad in my life. Like, even when I was going through um, losing Gary, I didn't want to allow myself to feel that shit because it was hurting way too much. But you got to go through that shit. You have to go through the emotions so you can, you know, get out of it. You got to get out of that fire so you're not sitting here, you know, dwelling on the shit. And... That's what's wrong with me now because I've harbored all of those emotions and I just kind of put it in a box and just shove the box under my bed. You know, I kind of creep back under my bed and I just keep picking at those emotions again because I still talk about it with some people. And then here I am doing a whole radio show about this shit. But I'm doing this because there's somebody else that's going through what I'm going through. And they need to know that. It's okay. However, as an adult, you gotta set boundaries and assume responsibility for your emotions and for your actions moving forward. That's the only way to um, get better at this shit. The only way. So, (sighs) ah, Lust Made Me a Bitter Bitch, one of the many chapters in my book, Chronicles of a Bitter Bitch. And... I'm hoping that everything goes well and it will be released by my 30th birthday. So keeping my fingers crossed. But if you guys um want to hit me up or if there's something that you want to talk about, if you have any questions or you just want to, you know, say, what's up? Yeah, you can always shoot me an email at booking. That's B-O-O-K-I-N-G at G Marie Media dot com or. You can follow my page on Instagram, Facebook, as well as Twitter. It's the G Marie Smith. That's T H E G M A R I E S M I T H. So, hopefully, you learned something today um, on episode six of G Marie Taught Me. And if it's something that you want to know, you can always hit me up. But we are going to end it here tonight. Um, But I might. I'm going to bring somebody on the show. I think for the next episode. I might bring Tim. Because Tim has some really, really good insight. And he was really um, talking some good shit at the coffee shop. And uh, I almost lost my G card. But, you know, thugs don't cry. None at all. (laughs) But, all right. Um, It was great chatting up with you guys. And I look forward to... Kicking it with y'all soon. Talk to you later. Bye.